My buddy and his field training officer, Joe, got into a foot pursuit. Just some drunk college students trying to break into a house. Probably lost, thinking it was their own place, but we'll never know. Joe and my friend took off running after the kids through a field. It was dark, and Joe put his foot into a hole in the ground he couldn't see. Broken ankle. Lucky day for the students. Not so much for Joe. They radioed for an ambulance and waited for it to arrive. When it did, their sergeant pulled up alongside it. The shift sergeant, who was well known for his lack of forethought, decided to take the officer's gun belt, uniform shirt, and bulletproof vest to the officer's house. He knocked on the door, and the officer's wife answered. It's time to start telling our own stories. I'm Steve Kellums, and welcome to Blue Canary. When she saw the sergeant standing there in the middle of the night, holding the equipment, her eyes went wide, she put her hand to her mouth, and you can imagine what was going through her mind. Oblivious to the reaction he had caused, the sergeant said, Joe broke his ankle and he's at the hospital. I thought I'd bring his stuff over. She slammed the door in his face and never spoke to that sergeant again. I saw a quote from a cop's wife that said, I live a life where each night I send the love of my life to work, not knowing if they will return safe in the morning. Excuse me if I don't have time for your bullshit. I think that those quotes sum up the spouse of a police officer just about perfectly. They sacrifice so much for the one they love and the community they serve. They feel it. And if you cause them too much trouble, you'll likely feel it too. As officers, we love our families. That's a big part of why we do the job. But we also often forget them. We forget them when we're on the job. We forget the stress they go through. We forgot that being married to a cop can at times be just as hard as being a cop. And there is no doubt the relationship between spouses are affected by the cop job. The job can take its toll. The long hours and high-stress environment can be difficult to leave at work, and we try very hard to help officers cope with those issues. But how do the spouses cope? I had the pleasure of talking to some amazing women about what it's like to be married to an officer, about the challenges that we are sometimes oblivious to, and one of those challenges is even talking to me about these issues and the real concerns that what they say might come back on their spouse. For that reason, we've kept them anonymous. And here are their stories. We are somewhat of a club of you know military spouses, first responder spouses. It's, it's definitely different than having a two-parent household where each individual works a nine-to-five job in their home every day and they're home on the weekends. And, and I don't think a lot of people realize that, that unpredictability can really take a toll and having to manage a household sometimes almost in a very single parent fashion is hard when you're not a single parent. I wanted to know if they understood what being married to a cop was going to be like, if they'd been prepared for that future. I don't know that it's really something that I thought about a whole lot. I was really young when I got married. I was only 22 and had been dating my spouse since I was 19. And this was 22 years ago. I was probably kind of excited about the idea of marrying a police officer because I thought it was an important job. And I thought he was important and doing good things. No. I definitely did not understand the lifestyle that I was signing up for. I think in the beginning, it's somewhat like dating or being with anyone else. 
But once you really start to try to build a life and have a family and really kind of have like a traditional marriage, you realize just how non-traditional it really is. So I would say, no, I, I definitely did not understand it. And it's definitely not for everyone. Absolutely not. I met my husband when he was doing security for our college. So I kind of, I mean, he was kind of the way he is when I first met him. But to know like I only could hold one hand in case he needed to have access to his gun and for the kids, they could only walk on one side of him. I would have never thought of that. I was very surprised by those responses. I know that I hadn't tried to hide anything from my wife. She'd even gone on ride-alongs with me prior to getting married. So to hear that they had been so unprepared for the life that being married to an officer was going to bring, well, it kind of shocked me. So what was the hardest thing about being married to a cop? I think that the hardest thing is probably for me, and this obviously would be different for for other spouses, is that my husband has seen the worst of people, the absolute worst of people. And so I feel like that's what he expects of everyone. And that sort of distrust is of everybody is kind of, it's kind of hard because that's not the way that I live. I do think that the hardest part is there is an inherent level of loneliness. There really is no replacement for your spouse not being present on holidays or family activities, other events. You know, you can have a great support structure, uh, you know, a great circle of friends, but there really just is no replacement for that. And I think it goes both ways. You know, it's hard for your spouse to watch through a FaceTime or watch through text message updates. And there's just no replacement for that. You can work around a lot, but that is the one thing you don't really anticipate is it's just kind of always lingering there. You can find yourself spending quite a bit of the week alone. And I think that's the hardest part to always work through because there really is no solution or replacement. I think the crazy schedule is the biggest, hardest thing. They don't have a ton of regular days off where some people might have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. They work six days on and three days off, and then you have this rotating schedule. And getting used to that is one thing, but then for our families who both live out of town, like our holidays have been spent different times. The one year we had Christmas in February, (laughs) and we've had to make a lot of adjustments. Different worldviews, different schedules, and the loneliness. And those are three very powerful issues. These things affect them every single day, and it affects their family as well. I was interested in how much their spouses shared with them about the job, and I was surprised to find how much their answers varied. Nothing, honestly, and that's both good and bad. I mean, it's good for me because I wasn't constantly worried or upset about what he was seeing at work and what he was doing, but obviously that's bad if he needed somebody that he could talk to about what he was doing at work, somebody that was outside of the profession, you know, because I'm sure and I know that he would go for coffee with the other police officers and I'm sure that they would grouse about what was happening at work each day. But sometimes you need somebody who's from outside of that world to get a little perspective. And because he didn't share with me, I honestly am still learning things that I had no, I knew nothing about that he was going through now. And I'll be like, I never knew that. And he said, cause I didn't tell you, I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to share that with you. 
he didn't want to worry me. I think he did it exactly just because he did not want to worry me. He didn't want me to be concerned about him working long hours. He didn't want me to be concerned about what he was seeing at work every day. Also, maybe he likes that I have a little bit more of a positive outlook of people and the world and he didn't want to change that. I mean, I, I don't know, but I think probably the number one reason is probably just because he didn't want me to worry because that's the kind of person he is. It depends on the shift and the day. Typically not a lot. When they get home, I ask, how was your day? Especially if they're home late, I get the, it was okay, or it was long, or my favorite, it will be on the news is somewhat of an indicator how the day went. When he goes to work, I'm already kind of anxious. So not necessarily knowing all of the details, maybe just, you know, doesn't make it any worse for me worrying about him being gone. But at the same time, there have been times where he needs to sort of vent about the day and you have to be willing to listen and kind of just take that in and, and deal with whatever your own anxiety might be if, if that's what he needs. I am very thankful because he talks a lot about what he does. A lot of police officers don't, but I think he needs that release and it helps me kind of understand where he's coming from and it helps him kind of debrief his day and kind of wind down from what's gone on. Three different women, three different answers. I think this just shows that the coping mechanisms for officers are different and varied. How they can and do affect their loved ones has to be taken into account. I know that I personally shared very little about the job with my wife. I felt that to burden her with what I was dealing with wasn't fair. I think now that was probably a bad call. On the job, we have ways of dealing with the stress. Dark humor is a big part of it and can be a little jarring to the uninitiated. During the training process of new officers, they often get a crash course in bad jokes. I was curious if there were any special coping mechanisms that the wives wanted to share. He does get really angry with people and very upset with people when they are not acting the way that he expects them to be. And I just try to remember that, again, that he has seen the absolute worst of people. And I just try to be a little more forgiving than I might be for other people. I don't know if it's a special technique. I would say our kids, they've grown up in this lifestyle. So they're understanding when I have to be late to something or not present at something else. And I'm sure it's disappointing for them, but but they too understand that this is how it goes. So, you know, having a large friend circle, I think is a great tool. It's a resource that spouses can have. But this really comes down to a personality factor. This lifestyle isn't for everyone. You know, they say it takes a special person to be an officer. I think it takes a special person to be married to one. And it really is just making it work. You just have to decide if you want to put in the work and, and juggle that kind of world and you just do it. My biggest thing is prayer. When we were dating, I was telling my mom, I said, I don't know if I can really marry a police officer, but she said, my dad was a pastor and he died of colon cancer when he was 42. So she said, there's no guarantee anybody can die from anything. So you just don't know. So I just pray every morning for him when I'm getting ready and stuff. And then that kind of helps me through the day. Just know that at least I've prayed for him and that he is doing the best he can to get back home to us. They're there for us. 
That's what the answer is boiled down to. There's no big secret to cope with the stress of being married to a cop. They just deal with it. That's strength. What do they wish their spouses knew? What had they not shared about the difficulties of being married to a cop? If their significant other was listening to the show, what would they want to tell them? I wish that he would know that he can share with me more than he has or did and that I would be there to listen to him. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that I wish that he knew that it is hard to hear so much of the negativity that he has for the people who are just surrounding him. I mean, sometimes you just got to have a little bit of go with it and just leave it alone. Not that he ever lashes out at anybody. No, but nothing, nothing at all like that. It's just, you know, I can see his blood pressure rising and just getting upset over things that you have no control over. Maybe that's a big part of it. He has no control over it. And that drives him nuts. I wish that he knew that it's just kind of hard for his family to see him like that. I think that they get very used to the things that they deal with day in and day out. It becomes their norm. So when he doesn't answer the phone or he comes home, you know, hours late, or there's been occasions where I've woken up in the middle of the night and he's gone. I don't think that they realize what that's like for people who don't deal with what they deal with day in and day out. Like it's not normal for them. It's no big deal. Like they're on a case. They, this is what they're doing. That's where their head is at. And that's very scary for the person who's on the other end of the phone that you're not answering or who's sitting at home expecting you to already be here. And sometimes I know a lot of it's out of their control, but just being mindful of that, especially when you see like news alerts, news bulletins, big things going on, you want to know that they're safe and, and you just don't always know that they are. And that that's very hard. I think that sometimes officers just forget that, that there's, you know, somebody at home who's seeing this go on and we, we just don't know what's what if they're safe or or what they're doing. And that's a real nerve-wracking kind of thing. I, I think they get so used to it that they forget that it affects civilians, even and their spouses included, differently. Sometimes I wish he understood that my mind does not think like his mind. Like he literally is thinking 10 steps ahead. If this happened, then this will happen and this will happen. And I'm like, okay, we're just driving. Sometimes he's going straight to worst case scenario when I'm still like, oh, I would have never thought that those things would happen. Be mindful of that. That's the best advice for the officers out there. You have to recognize that your spouse doesn't have all the information or knowledge or training that you do, but they're still affected by your actions. Be mindful of that. I was very curious if current events and anti-police sentiment had any effect on them as officer spouses. They were all quickly to discuss issues not only with them, but with their children as well. Oh, it's awful. It's awful because honestly, if I wasn't married to a police officer, I know who I am. I know how I am. I would probably be right out there next to the protesters because I wouldn't fully understand everything that's going on. I don't know everything, obviously, but I have a much better sense. And I've been part of this police life long enough that I know what the media tells people is not entirely accurate. And when people say, I can't believe that these police officers weren't indicted for XYZ. Well, there's usually a very good, very valid reason. And it may not feel right, but they may have been entirely acting within the law. And you can't indict somebody 
if they are following the rules, if they're following the laws. It's really hard for me because I, I understand the anger. I understand that there is bad stuff happening in the world right now. And there's society is very broken, but it is not all the faults of the police. Police are individuals. You cannot group them all together. They are acting in the way that they feel will keep the most people safe. Not every single decision is going to be in line with what everybody thinks should have been done. But for the most part, most police officers are acting to try to keep the most people safe, including themselves, which they have a right to keep themselves safe. They have a right to keep their, their partner safe. It's hard. Uh, you find out really quickly who your real friends are, but I would say it's especially hard for kids. We've had to have a lot of tough conversations. They don't really understand why the parent that they see as a hero, you know, they of course think their job is so amazing, but then they see it portrayed as such a, an evil, such a bad thing that their parent, in our case, their dad is hated by others for no reason or, you know, suddenly friends that they thought were their friends don't come over. And it's very hard to sort of navigate all of it. You know, you try to stay informative just about current events. You don't want to really just gloss over anything. But it's hard to explain when you don't understand. You don't understand the current environment and, and sort of this all-encompassing hatred towards officers. So it's hard to explain something that you yourself can't rationalize. And I think that's really the hardest part is when you have kids. I think it's just tough for them to work through. It is hard. You know, you see social media stuff and even, you know, good friends of ours are very anti the events that happen. So they're very pro Black Lives Matter, which I understand. And I do think Black Lives Matter, but then they feel like they also have to be anti-law enforcement. So it's very hard to navigate that because then even if I said something pro-law enforcement, like I don't want to alienate anybody or make them feel like I don't think Black Lives Matter. But also for two teenagers, the things that they've been told by even their friends at school, like all cops deserve to die and the police officers didn't even help on September 11th. These things that we know are not true, but it affects them and their mind because they know what their dad does and that he is a good officer and that he would really hate to even have people thinking that. So it's very overwhelming. The pain the spouses and the families go through really comes out with this question. As officers, we can often set those frustrations aside and focus on the job, but to hear how the families have to deal with those very same issues is difficult. Finally, I asked them if they had any advice for the other cop spouses out there. Be prepared for some challenges. Like I said, when I went into this marriage, I was very young and I was probably just excited about the idea of being married to a police officer. I thought that he was somebody, again, who was making a difference in the community and who could make a difference in the community. And it's a tough, tough profession to be involved with right now. And I say involved with because I don't just mean for the police officer, I mean for their families as well. Our children probably will face or have faced some things being said to them because their parents are police officers. And it's just, 
got to be ready for it and decide, you know, how you're going to handle it. Be patient, understanding, and be accommodating. They lack control over their schedule. They don't like it any more than you do, and you just can't make it their fault. There are days that they're going to come home and they they don't want to talk. They're clearly frustrated. They clearly haven't had a good day and it has nothing to do with you. And you can't take it personal. And I've seen that happen just in conversations. It doesn't have anything to do with you. And and you have to realize that. The other key thing, just be proud of them, what they do. Admire them for sticking with it. I know a lot of officers are deciding to go down other career paths and and make other choices and, and retire earlier than they had planned. And really, no one benefits from good officers leaving the force. So be proud that they're sticking with it when they're essentially in a place where everyone is doing everything they can to make them want to quit. The main thing is the wives need to listen when their officer needs to talk and to love and support them. A big thing is to communicate with each other. We try to figure out our week like every Sunday night because every week is different. So we plan meals. We plan which kid needs to go where and how the week is going to look. And it really makes a difference. I just really want my officer to know that we love and support him because they don't always get told that from everywhere else. (laughs) Support. That was the big message they had for other cops' wives. Once again, I'm struck by the selflessness of these women. There is no job more selfless than to be a police officer or to be married to one. One of the things that struck me throughout the interviews was the emotion these questions seemed to dredge up. You probably heard it in their voices as they shared their thoughts. So I decided at the last minute to ask them why this was so hard to talk about. For the most part, I really do. I just try to, I just try to keep moving along and um, la, 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 la. Everything is good. Everything is great. It's fine. It'll be fine. So um, by asking me these questions, you're kind of forcing me to actually sit and think about some of these issues. And I, I try to just keep moving along as much as I can. Because some of it is thinking of things that you might not always have at the forefront of your brain. But I think it's really good to do because people need to know that officers are just normal people and have families too and are not usually bad. As time goes on, you kind of get comfortable in the, oh, he's, you know, he's come home safe. Like, we are good to go. And then all of a sudden you get a call and be like, oh, I shot somebody today. And granted, it may have been with a rubber bullet, but it's still like, oh, wait, there's still danger. This entire episode wasn't really what I had planned. I wanted to talk with officer spouses to hear their stories, to learn a little about how the police culture has impacted them. I wasn't expecting to hear just how supportive, strong, and powerful they were. It takes a special person to be a cop, and it takes a special person to be married to one. And that's the story we need to tell. Blue Canary is here to help you tell your stories, and I couldn't do that without the help of some very generous sponsors. Let's take a quick break to hear from one. Help your team rise to increasing expectations with Agency 360's cloud-based software. Whether it is for the training of new employees or annual performance evaluations, Agency 360 can help trainers and supervisors streamline documentation, create consistency, and communicate clearly. 
Help retention by setting the tone and culture early with Agency 360. Learn more at agency360.com. That's A-G-E-N-C-Y 360.com. Thank you for joining. As always, I'm curious what questions you're getting asked. What isn't the news covering? What story needs to be told? Connect with me at bluecanarypodcast at gmail.com.